Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And let's kick off Stable Mail with our great mate here on Giddy Up, James Cummings. Who knows where he is this morning? Hello to you, James. Good morning, Gareth. Hello to you. How are you? I'm very well, mate. Geez, I'm excited. Geez, a great time of the year, isn't it? And every Saturday that rolls up these days, the Blue Army are playing a major part in the big races. Yeah, it's a great race meeting on Saturday. These are hard races, and we're just, uh, we're just, you know, we're always pleased to be a part of it, but we're, we're, we're really pleased with the way our horses are training, and they've been racing strongly in the last few weeks. But this is a very, very difficult race meeting on the weekend at Randwick. And uh, not much easier at Flemington either. Yeah. So uh, we, we have to do our best. Let's get started going through them. All right, then. It's great news for our listeners as well. It sounds like you're on the, the road. So the driver will be next to you. And we'll get to him in just a moment. Talking about the driver, Cylinder goes around the Todman Stakes. Jeez, it's a small field. But I can't wait for this contest against the babies. How's he pulled up since that really good effort the other day? Well, he, uh, he, he, he he pulled up beautifully. He's been around and around since then. And uh, I've got to say, he may have even gone ahead a little bit. But there's no hiding the top ones now. He comes up against a few undefeated customers here. Uh, he even comes up against the, 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 the pre-post favourite for the Magic Millions, who's trialled beautifully since running unplaced there on the Gold Coast. And uh, you know how good are these? How good are these horses? Militarised Cafe Millennium Red Resistance. Undefeated, yeah. Three undefeated customers here. Uh, Red Resistance having defeated King's Gambit. You draw a bit of a line through. Uh, and cylinder makes things interesting. Uh, and uh, and although it's a small field, this is a this is a field you would suspect is jam packed full of followers. A lot of our listeners have played a little bit of sport, I would imagine. And um, I tell you what, you you get inspiration from athletes when they can um, race through the pain barrier. And to hear what Cylinder went through before his last start effort in Melbourne, before heading to Sydney, having that little bit of a break with that broken jaw and um, knocking a couple of teeth out. Geez, he's a tough, he's a tough horse, Jimmy. He is a tough horse. You go to war with him. And... One one thing I one thing I like about Cylinder is one of only two horses in the race that's actually in his second campaign, and there's, there's got to be something to be said for that. You know, he's he, he, he said, we sent him to the Hunter Valley for his first race at the Castle, and he's flashed up the second from a wide wide draw and bit too much to do. We put him on the we put him on the freeway down to Melbourne for his second start, and well. You know, there in the in the barriers wasn't ideal, and he put and he was a bit of a was a bit of a Herculean effort really to be fighting out the finish with the, with a, a broken jaw. Um, he since recuperated quickly from that. The team at Osborne Park and uh, and the team at Carbine Lodge looked after him immaculately. They attended to his every every need, and he was able to heal quickly. Enjoy the 
enjoyed a paddock for a brief time. And he hit the ground running to win the Silver Slipper first up at his second prep. Now, there's only Cylinder and Empire of Japan that have done all this. They've, 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 they've had a prep under their belt. They've had a break. They've gone either state. They've come back, and now they're and now they're sort of fighting fit in the on the road to the Golden Slipper. It's pretty interesting, but you can't you you know you, you can't underestimate the raw talent of horses like Red Resistance, Cafe Millennium, and Militarise. Yeah, it's going to be a great race, the Todman Stakes. What about the Five All Stakes? Troach is first up. What can you tell us? Well, she's trialled up sharply. Had a tough campaign last time in. One in one, one, uh, one in Sydney, one in Melbourne. You know, that, that's, uh, there's a lot to be said for that. And she's building a pretty handy record. It'd be great to see her strike another blow at stakes level. And and uh, and and this is a fast race, but she's a fast filly, and she can be right there on their hammer, or even taking up the running if that's the way she uh, if that's the way she she is to begin on the weekend. And I wouldn't be. Uh, I wouldn't want to be holding her back. She's got such such brilliant natural pace that it would suit her. There's a there's a few uh, a few horses going very well in this race too. Uh, not an easy race to win every year. Fireball Stakes, and uh, she'll need to she'll need to pr- produce just about the best performance of her career to get over the top of these horses. Chal- Do we like the way she's going? Oh, that is good news then. She gets an inside gate for Timmy Clark. And the challenge stakes, Pulele. I would imagine he will return from Perth like King Kong after winning his first group one in the winter bottom stakes. I thought he trolled okay behind Spacewalk. Um, can he win first up with J-Mac aboard in a good race? Well, he's got an excellent fresh record, yeah. having won first up in the past. And he did return from his campaign on the Western Front fighting fit. Uh, we gave him a little reprieve there at the foot of the Blue Mountains, which he enjoyed. But he didn't enjoy it too much, and we didn't give him too long. And he, uh, he's been burning around the gallops here, ready to go again. And I suggest that... Had he come, had he come up against a you know, slightly easier opposition, I would, have been, I would have been extremely confident. But okay. got to have great respect for it. An Everest winner there. Uh, give you a kick got an impressive last start winner, Remark, who we did a little bit of battle with as a well, they were sort of running in similar lead-ups to the Golden Rose, three-year-olds. And, uh, and and Eduardo, such a solid older horse, Eduardo, this is a good, this is a really good challenge stakes. And he's just got the draw where he may well be giving Eduardo and Remark a little bit of a start. And Giga Kick, you could imagine, would be getting the inside runs on him. You know, would have would have loved to have flipped those barriers, but regardless of that, with that six metre rail, if he can get into the clear without having to cover too much ground, he's going to be really steaming home for Ellie, and I yep. think he's going to run a very good race first up. I just I just cannot let you uh, walk away thinking I've underestimated the opposition here. That they are going to be very hard sprinters to beat over over a thousand metres of ground. But it sounds like you wouldn't really want to swap your horse with any other horse in this race, Jimmy. I wouldn't swap my horse, but no. I'd be happy to swap my barrier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about the big chestnut with the white blaze cascading? I thought he had his best preparation last time around. Um, he goes around in the Canterbury Stakes. Your thoughts there? Well, I think the, I think the race has got some, you know, the race certainly holds some interest for us. 
Cascadian, it should just be far too short for Cascadian to fresh up, but there's a few things in his favour. One, that this is a this is a, a first-up run at Randwick and not Caulfield, where you've seen him first up plenty of times before, and it's just he's just run out of just run out of time and a shorter home straight to reel them in. Uh, but he, but if there's a little bit of pressure on, particularly a bit of pressure before the turn uh, with these horses, like we can occasionally see in the Canterbury Stakes, then he can he can definitely steam home. I was involved in the Canterbury Stakes one year where Sebastiano went forward. I think the Gypsy Mother was right there. There's like four, you know, the Bostonian. There were like four across the track going too quick the first 400. And Cascadian would love that sort of pressure in this race. Yep. I can't quite see it working out exactly like that. So he might, he might have the tempo against him. But regardless of that, he's going to really be chasing hard to the line, looking for further uh, later on in his prep. And, uh, and, and and giving every indication that he's come up well again, because that's yeah. what he's indicating to us. We've, del- we've been delighted with his preliminary, and uh, and, he, and he's uh, and he's forward enough to be running a good race first up from a spell. I tell you that would love him, Reggie Reggie Fleming before Mooney Valley, because there's going to be a ton of pace in that All Star Mile, James Mooney Valley well, sixteen hundred. There wasn't much pace in the Futurity Stakes I, I observed on the weekend. Yes. What makes you think there's going to be a lot of pace oh. in the All Star? They're going to go lickety-split. You'll have Gentleman Roy, Tuvalu, the battler's horse Keats wants to lead, Alligator Blood. He'll have mid-race pressure. I can just see Cascadian smoking the pipe. I would be booking Benny Mallon or whoever you can book right now and say, Reg, I'm sending him down. That's, uh, talk dirty to me. That sounds good. There's plenty of pace on in the All-Star Mile. Yes. That's what we want to hear. Because I tell you what, Cascadian will, will oh. bounce out of this run. Yes. Okay? Oh. And he'll be, be, be ready to go second up. I love it. And Golden Mile, I'm, I hate to drop off him. I'm a little concerned about him, Golden Mile, James. Well, I'll tell you something. If you owned him, yes. you would be laughing all the way to the back. I, I would be because I love him as a son of a stern and I, I, I'm i a big fan of him. But um, I don't know about, like, what did you make of his trial the other day at Hawkesbury? Well, I think he was... I think he'd gotten away on me a little bit. I backed off him, having not run him in the Hobart Bell, and uh, and he's a and he's a bull who had done particularly well between runs. Morning. We're just getting out to the uh, to Osborne Park here this morning, and see a little colt by encryption come off the track there. Oh yes. One of our experienced riders. He's looking well. Um, sorry for the dis- disruption. Nice. Say good day. If, you, if you're Look, I'm not in the business of making a case for why every one of my runners is going to win on the weekend, but if you wanted to build the case for Golden Mile, yes, then you would go and have a look at his second up run, like Kevin, in the up and coming, uh, in the Ming Dynasty Stakes last preparation, just prior to the Golden Rose, where he improved vastly on a on a first up placing in the up and coming, and proceeded to bolt in in the Ming Dynasty. And, he, and there were some decent horses in that Ming Dynasty. In fact, he put many lengths on a horse called Zoo Tiger, who just most recently at set weights fought out the finish of the Hobartville against Ossipenko. There's, 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 there's a lot to like about the, the form of Golden Mile. Mm-hmm. And as the autumn carnival has unfolded, they're all still there. He's, he's, he's beaten Zoo Tiger comfortably and then went up against him in the Golden Rose and, 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 and eyeballed him there at the top of the straight. He defeated Ossipenko in the Caulfield Guineas, who's, who's, who's uh, recently won the Hobartville. He defeated 
done deal horse, um, elliptic, elliptical, who recently won the CSAs. And you know, of course we know, of course we know. Morning. Well, of course we know how good uh, the Golden Rose winner is, who he was not far away from in the Golden Rose itself when he finished fourth. So there's so much to like about his form, but he only had the one run fresh up. He, he, he did battle at weight for age against Maria Mir. He's improved. He's always going to improve with that run. And if he could just get back on track with a nice run from a decent draw here, then it could set up the remainder of his campaign. But we'd love to see him run a big race against these horses. He's the only three-year-old in the Canterbury Stakes. And it can regularly be a decent race for three-year-olds. Uh, not so long ago, Hollow won the race from the lead as a three-year-old, defeating first seal. So, you know, in a good race, a three-year-old's been able to win it in the past. Yeah, you've talked me back into him. How dare I ever doubt him? Af Cabin. Um, it was a bit of pub talk the other night. And, um, they all know that I'm a fan of Af Cabin, the son of a stern, who I absolutely adore. Um, and they were saying, Gareth, you know, he, he come off a of bled. Um, he bled last preparation. He had to miss the Caulfield Guineas. He was superb first up. But boy, he had a tough run the other day in the Hobartville. Um, can he bounce back and and defeat, even though he was a really good run in my eyes, can he defeat horses like Ospapenko stepping up to the 1,600 metres? I told my mates that um, whatever you do, um, Afcabin, um, you, you, you wouldn't want to write him off. I'm sticking fat with Afcabin. I think he might make a statement on Saturday, James. Um, how, how do you share my confidence? Well, we've got to be very, very bullish about the way the horse is going because we are, we are, we are seeing the, the progress of a, of a really talented horse. I can, I can, uh, I can promise you, you'll go broke listening to the experts from the back of the. <laughs> From the front, from the front of the public bar. Yes, <laughs> you'll go broke listening to them. I, I, you come and have come, come and have a look at the horse yourself, or see, or or, or speak to your on-course experts when they see the horse parading on the weekend. He's just furnishing beautifully this campaign. He's building every run. Uh, yes, he had a hard run last time, and we're disappointed to see him finishing out of the placings. But when you get to this top level, it's set weights against three-year-olds. You, you know. It's got to go right for you more than they go wrong. And good rides in races, you know, great runs in races when you they win you, win you a lot of races. He had a great run in the race fresh up, and he was able to win in, in with in excellent style. I, I, I see the I see the barrier there is uh, is similarly awkward in the Ram Guineas as it was in the Hobartville. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You have to just deal with that. And the horse has got some early pace to be able to blend into the race. And put himself there, um, if, uh, if if there's an opportunity to slot in, because one or two horses miss the kick or are a little closer or a little further back than the speed maps have them situated, well, James might think on his feet and slot in and be pleased with that. Either way, you'd expect it to be a genuinely run mile race in a Ramwick Guineas. It'd be an even better race if the Australian Guineas and the Ramwick Guineas converged and you had the best. <laughs> There's four horses from both fields in there, but uh, but but um, failing that, I think it's going to be a very a very a very solid race, a, a genuine test, and it's going to give Half Cabin the opportunity to go to the level on his own terms and not have you know not be not be uh, not be forced to have people do the talking for him. And do you know what I said to my mates? I said, 
I've got an old mate who told me, um, and he's, I, I listen to him all the time, and I agree with him. I just said to them, um, you make sure you stick solid with Afcabin. When the market forgets, don't you forget. And um, I left him with that, James. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good wisdom. Yes. Honeycreeper cattle go around, um, and you've got some nice chances in, in Melbourne as well. Looking forward to seeing what Masira can do. The two-year-old Blake Shitter board, Kalos, goes around as well. Um, your thoughts about your team um, outside of the feature races? Anyone that really stands out in your eyes, James? Well, all of those you mentioned, the three of the four of them are running in stage races, and they're very difficult to win, but... Catlin and Honey Creeper, they're, tra- they're training up solidly. We like the way Monsieur is going. He's going to debut and uh, yeah. he's going to debut in a stage race there, so it's a big ask. But he's uh, but he's showing some he's showing excellent promise. Uh, spare a thought for the impressive trials of Illative there in that race. That they, those trials are worth watching. They you've got to be they've got to be seen to be believed. Unbelievable. But uh, but uh, but he's at his home track and uh, hopefully he can uh, saunter out there and. Uh, Birdcage at Flemington and feel right at home and take on the uh, take on the invaders and, uh, and and do his best. Great to see Reg Fleming and Sean Keogh unearth another nice two-year-old for us. But uh, but in the in the support races there, look, Kalos is flying. There's no doubt about that. He'll run a good race. And Ohi, I think Ohi won the race to the original winning Ohio. post. Stand yes. Down in the... How dare I forget Ohi? She might have won the race to the original winning post, but there was another 80 metres to go. So, <laughs> no. Josh Stacks is 100 metres in distance. And, uh, actually, Sean Keogh was funny. He sent, through, he sent through an email to the team to say, well done on Ohio's win. But, <laughs> 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 you believe you managed to run a placing on, this, on, the, on the second winning post. So she drops back 100 metres, and, uh, and there's another Sheikh Mohammed galloper in the race called Bistro who... He'll be, uh, be running a good race. And we, uh, we hope to see those still come through those handicaps. And, you know, there, there, there might be some chance at running well in a, in a, in a stakes race, such as the three-year-old Phillies race coming up at Moody Valley in a few weeks' time. One, well, it's wonderful insight once again, James. I know that you arrived there at Angus Banks. Um, what's the driver like over the weekend? What is he like or what does he like? What does he like? <laughs> You'd have to ask him. Hello, Driver. Great yeah. to have you on the show. And on behalf of everyone, especially the Saintly team, for the Futures Cup on Giddy Up, we salute you. Um, we've uh, um, Craig Hutchison started to build the statue of you, Driver, even though we don't know what you look like. Um, um, <laughs> we appreciate you, and um, it's great to have you on the show once again. So um, who do you like this week, mate? Uh, well, I like the anonymity. Gavin, that suits me fine. Yes. The, um, I, well, obviously, Gareth does too, because he's David Gareth, not Gavin. No, oh, no, no. He, call, we, he calls me Gavin. I call him Driver. It's just like, you know, it's just between the Driver and I. I've had a lot of arguments with this fellow sitting next to me, and I was thinking that last night, actually. I don't think I've ever, ever had a victory except once, but after that, he rang me five minutes later and he said, this argument's not over. Yes. What was the argument? Anyway. <laughs> the, um, I've got to stick with that, Kevin. I'm, I'm yes. in love with the horse, Gareth. So I think he's got a wing on every foot, as I used to say. And uh, 
I hope they're flying on Saturday. Yep. Hey, you're in love with AFCAB and we're in love with you, driver. We appreciate it. And um, look after James. He's a very important person. And uh, how's the King Adamo when you arrive at Angus Bank? Give him a pat for us, can you, driver? Say good day. Certainly will. All right, Certainly then. will. Um, enjoy your day as always. Great fun, lads. And um, good luck over the weekend. Thanks, thanks, Gareth. Thank Always a pleasure. Thank you, driver. Thank you, James. We'll take a quick break. In fact, it's yeah, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back with plenty more here on Stable Mail on this Thursday Thursday morning.